Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Prosperity Millennial, where we take a look at success stories from true millennials who have taken their success and their dreams and made them reality. We're going to walk through what they've done, their tips, their techniques, and really look at how we can make those applicable into our own lives. We'll talk about making action plans to really transcend what a true millennial is thought about and how you too can take your success into your own hands. Let's work together. Let's really go after success. And if you're ready, sit back, relax, and let's talk about Prosperity Millennial. This podcast is intended for educational purposes only. It is expressly our opinions and are based on our best judgment, but no warranty is given. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. Financial advice should be taken as an opinion and for educational purposes. We make no warranties or guarantees. Please enjoy the show. What's up, Hayden? Hey, how's it going, Matt? Good. So this week I have Hayden on the podcast again. Last time we had Hayden on, he talked a lot about Belize. This time we're going to talk more about you getting married. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit, uh, kind of, you know, what you're looking forward to, maybe what you're most scared of, and uh, you know, some of the some of the things that. I've experienced in almost being married since 2016. So what are we coming up on? Seven years? Jeez. Yeah. Tell me about it. Crazy. I, I feel I feel old. And the journey's <laughs> just beginning here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're just <laughs> Yeah. We were talking off a podcast and I told him I said he's just, you know, he's a golf guy, so I'm telling him he's just about to tee up, you know, taking that first swing into marriage. Oh, she's ready for that too. <laughs> so all right, man. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on. I get to this time in the podcast. I, I actually get to sit next to him while we record this, rather than uh, across across the digital world. You can't beat it. Yeah, yeah. So we can laugh a little bit more because we get to see each other's reactions of "Wow, you said that." Definitely. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I guess we'll we'll kind of dive right in. What what uh, what excites you most about getting married? Um, I think. I think I would say the thing that excites me the most is us just being together full time. You know, right now, after she got got out of college and she went to Toledo and I went to Defiance College, um, you know, I was still living with the parents, my parents at the time, and she was having an apartment in Toledo, and that was kind of hard going back and forth. Even though it was you know an hour drive, it wasn't too much, but we ended up finding a house. Um, even though she was still in Toledo at the time and I was living with my parents and once we got the house, I moved into it and her lease was ending at that same exact time. And, you know, my parents, I have three older brothers and they were all moved out. And since I'm moving out now, they have about three extra bedrooms and they said, you know, why pay the rent, you know, come stay with us until you guys get married and you guys can move in together. So getting her out of my parents' house and just <laughs> coming back and we can just join together. 
that'll be an exciting thing in itself right there. I think that'll be the most... Yeah. The the best thing that'll happen. We can always see each other, talk about things, and just... Yeah. Yeah, you get to do life full-time rather than, rather than kind of in passing. I mean, you guys... You guys do a lot of life together. I mean, we've, we've, uh, you guys hang out a lot and, you know, you guys see a lot of each other, especially on weekends. Not so mm-hmm. much during the week, I'm sure, with work and stuff, but yep. having that, that, uh, you know, getting off work, going home and, you know, that, that person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with is already home. Maybe, you know, starting out dinner or you guys have talked about what you're going to do for the evening, but you get to look forward to that every day of, you know, always having that person. That's exciting. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. I, that's one thing. Um, I sometimes, I guess just hearing you talk about it, I take that for granted. Cause I mean, my wife's home every, well, I mean, she lives there. So mm-hmm. all the time yep. Yep. <laughs> and we, we work out of our house. So, uh, you know, we unless we're at a client's house, we're at our house. So, you know, I take that for granted. But yeah, dude, that's that's you, mm-hmm. you can't beat that. You can't beat that. I would uh, I would say one of the things that that uh, comes to mind though when you start when you start conjoining um, every everything together and and you know you know you the one thing that I found getting married and putting things together for me was. I found that my wife likes to have about every flavor of, uh, you know, body scrub and shampoo and <laughs> my shower's full of, you know, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah like you look forward to that, bud. <laughs> well, hey, I've been, I've been living in this house for about a little over a year now and, you know, just having the house to myself and then seeing her now slowly move some things in that she doesn't need. I'm realizing how much crap I have. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's time about time to downsize here because yeah. we can't hold all of ours together. Yeah. Hayden's going to need a bigger house before he even gets started. <laughs> like, we haven't even we haven't even added little rugrats yet. No, you're, no. You're, 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 you're already looking at like, listen, this house ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> it's about time to upgrade. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude. Uh, yeah. I, I always tell Adrian, I was, I, uh, her thing is is all the shampoo and body scrub, and then on top of that, I, her and I have have a lot of laughs of when I open the fridge. We have four different shelves for condiments, and I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. you what I I put you know any any you know uh, condiment aisle at uh, any store to shame because I basically have every bit of that <laughs> in my refrigerator. Hey, you'll always have what you need, though. <laughs> Listen, I don't need every flavor of barbecue sauce. <laughs> but it tastes good. It does taste good. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have we're gonna have uh, sweet baby rays, and maybe tomorrow we'll have uh, crafts. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I definitely, I applaud Emily. She, you know, she's huge into skin care and just taking care of her body, and she has everything you can imagine. Yeah. She has her night routine, her morning routine. I know that. And so the shelves will <laughs> they, come in handy. They will come in handy. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, though. Like, I, you know, I, I, I kid and, and joke about, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, what, it's what they enjoy or what, you know, your spouse enjoys. Um, 
and it's what makes them them. And so embracing that is, is, is highly important. Mm -hmm. Um, so one of the things that I was going to ask you, I, I found that it was interesting to get married and then see kind of how, and we talked a little bit before, um, the podcast of how like your childhood and how your upbringing leads to how you live together with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, because when I was growing up, it was all about structure, like I told you. And, you know, that structure of, you know, my mom always would vacuum every Saturday morning at eight o'clock. It was mm -hmm. clockwork. And I had to learn and relearn how to not stress about the little things, the the not everything has to be put away every single night mm -hmm. you know even if it's you know your your ipad is laying on the the ottoman and you always always put your ipad in the office is it really that drastic if you you know are you going to put that away you know mm -hmm. make a big deal about it with your spouse because you know that those arguments aren't aren't the worth it i guess they don't have that much you know, worth behind them. Oh and yeah. So I would, I guess, what what scares you most about tea, yeah. tea timing and off to <laughs> to to marriage? Well, it's exactly like you said. You know, like we talked prior a little bit before the podcast tonight is, you know, growing up with three older brothers and a bigger house to hold the you know the six of us together. You know, every Friday night after we got home from school, before the weekend starts, we all had our chores, you know, and mine was doing the bathrooms, cleaning the bathrooms and sweeping and not sweeping, but dusting the whole house. And my other brothers, you know, they had their des designated chores. And if that wasn't getting done, it's it's coming Saturday. And if you aren't doing it Saturday, then it might be Sunday. But gosh darn it, it's going to be done before the week next week comes. And, you know, just that in itself, it's like living by myself for a little over a year now at my own house, you know, I keep things pretty tidy for the most part, you know, things, your weeks get busy and so and you slack a little bit, but for the most part, I keep things pretty tidy and, and Emily, she, she's pretty good in that too as well um, in keeping things up, but I think her look on it compared to mine is a little more laxed per se, so therefore, we have gotten to some little arguments and we kind of look back at it and say, okay, that was stupid of us to argue about yes. that. So that, that doesn't, I wouldn't say it scares me, but it's definitely going to be probably the, one of the biggest changes um, in us living together after getting married full time. And, but it's going to be, it's going to be worth it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like I told you, um, that was one thing having so much structure coming into your coming into my marriage was you know having to find that you know similar paths right you and i um very much structured and both of our spouses very much more lax and learning to take a breath and realize that yeah. listen that that one thing is not going to you know, cause the world to come to an end. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like that to us because we're so used to 
everything goes every place that it's supposed to. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a learning curve for me. I went through a period of you know high stress, high anxiety over just having to have that mind shift. Um, because it, like I told you, you know, when you, when you get married, it, you're, I, I think of that, um, that movie where they take the, the salt and pepper shaker and, you know, you're, you're glued together, you're salt and pepper mm-hmm. and there's no pulling you apart without cracking the salt and pepper shakers. Um, what is that fire or something? I can't say I've seen it. I know the reference, but yeah, there's a, there's a movie. It's a Christian movie anyway. Um, yeah, but anyway, that's, you know, you're, you're conjoined together and mm-hmm. there's no reason to, to break the, to break the salt and pepper up over, over something being on the, yep. on the, um, Ottoman overnight or something. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, I got to see your, your beautifully clean house <laughs> because of the Mudhens game. Oh yeah. So yeah, no, Hayden, Hayden's not lying. He's, he's a very, he's a very cleaned up individual. His house is. This house is quite nice, and and uh, we'll have to we'll have to talk about that Super Nintendo not on this podcast, but oh, maybe in a, yeah. <laughs> so that was I told <laughs> I told told your told your future wife that I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. I haven't seen one of them since I was a kid. Oh yeah, you always got to bust that out. Yeah, my goodness, I used to play uh, play uh, Super Mario and all kinds of Super Mario World. Oh yeah, Mega Man. That's the one I played a lot on that system. But classic. Oh man, so good. Now I will say, you know, I think, I think things are between me and Emily. Our roles have kind of switched a little bit. Now we're not obviously living together, married quite yet, and full time going at it. But she's she's usually at the house about every night, almost after work, and. You know, the more wedding things we accumulate, you know, they got to be stored somewhere. So they're in the spare bedroom. They're in our office. They're in the garage. And, you know, you know, more power tools, you know, get accumulated for working on projects and such. And, you know, space gets very limited. And, you know, I'm kind of kind of turned to be more relaxed on it now. It's like, well, you know, the shed will come. The space will come. Things will get cleared out. And she likes things now to be. Well, it's got to be cleaned up, but mm. I, I keep her on her toes and say, ah, it'll be all right. It'll be okay. It'll be all right. It'll be okay. But it brings that peace, you know, to the relationship when mm-hmm. there's at least one party that's like, but it's okay. Definitely. You know, um, and, and, and it's funny that you say that because when we, since we started the business, that's been kind of how the roles have reversed a little bit because mm-hmm. with the business, all the, the equipment and all the things for the cleaning company, Adrian's very much stressed out about like, we got all this stuff and it's all over the house. It's in the office, it's in the garage, you know, we've got cleaning supplies here, there and everywhere. And it drives her crazy. And I'm like, but it's okay because we run a cleaning company and, Mm -hmm. and it can be explained as we run a cleaning company. It's not a dirty house. It's just the fact that we have a lot of cleaning products which is weird yep. if somebody would come over and be like, why do you need five cans of dusting spray? And you're like, well, you know, I got a lot of dust. <laughs> <laughs> totally explains that. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, but it's the, it's just the aspect of, you mm-hmm. know, like I say, it takes, it takes both parties to, you know, bring that, but it's okay. It's not going to, 
oh, the yeah. house is not going to burn down because, you know, something's not put away exactly how it should be. Yep. Now, clearly, I'm not, you know, I'm not out here telling everybody on the podcast, you know, leave your house to just, you know, go to shambles. My goodness. <laughs> God, we, we, we worship a God of order, not, not of disorder. So... <laughs> The fire may erupt. Yeah, you, your peace will not be there if you're if you're completely disheveled and yep. you know can't uh, can't can't stay orderly. But no, super good, super good. Yeah, and you know through this wedding season, you know as as probably anybody who's gone through it, you know the the wives may tend, I say may tend to, uh, you know, be a little bit more stressed out in it because you know they have a big big responsibility, big job on their part. And, you know, I want to take that off of Emily just as much as I can. So as you mentioned, you know, having that person that's there to be like, hey, it's going to be okay. Yeah. That's definitely big. And and I'm excited to play that role when we're actually officially married and she looks to me as as that person. Yeah. You're, you know, you, you and I both are, are you know, both are Christian-led men as far as, you know, we, we both – attend our attend the same church but you know even though this is a business podcast and and we talk about success you know there's still this is kind of that success of marriage um kind of the reason we're we're discussing that is Hayden's getting married but also we're having a a marriage um you know these these four weeks of of August we're we're going through you know talking about marriage every week here, here at church but you know you like you mentioned your Emily looks to you to be that that rock and I always you know anybody will tell you you know in in a in a in a successful marriage you know there's this the two spouses and then God's kind of in that middle mm-hmm. making that 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 full cord so to speak and and making that strong bond that unbreakable bond but um there's there's times when you know our our spouses look to us because we're the men of the house right we're mm-hmm. the we're the ones that you know need to bring the calm we have to bring the the um the it's going to be okay even if literally life is breaking down yep. you know um and and you know you know personally kind of some of the struggles that we've been going through on my end with you know, my wife's sister and, mm-hmm. and the cancer and, and that struggle and, and just some of the mental anguish that, that, that Adrian's been going through. It's it's that constant reminder of it's going to be okay. Yep. And, you know, when you take the vows, and that's why um, Adrian and I have had this conversation before because there's times where she's like, I don't want to put you through any more of this, you know, me being depressed. You know, you don't deserve this, blah, blah, blah. And, and I remind her. I didn't sign up for every good day. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't say I do because it was always going to be sunshine, rainbows, and cupcakes. Yep. You know, yep. whoops. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> signing up for that. If I did, I forgot to I forgot to find that line. Let's rewind there. Yeah, yeah. For better, and that's it, right? For better. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. No, no, I said for better or worse. Oh, yeah. For richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. Till death to us part. I got those down. Yeah, like hello. Yep. Yeah. So, no, that's 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 what's that's what marriage is really about. It's it's not just every good day. There's bad days too, and there's gonna be, mm-hmm. you know, 
as as somebody coming into marriage, it's it's that reminder of, dude, it ain't gonna be cupcakes, rainbows, and and you know sunshine every day. There's gonna be days where, you know, your your future wife and you you experience it now. Don't I'm not taking that away from you, right? Mm-hmm. You experience it now because you guys have been together, but. You know, there's going to be days where your wife comes home and it's just been an absolutely awful day, right? Please. She's 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 ready to give up on everything. Like, yep. <laughs> like blow it all up. We're moving to Cancun. <laughs> like I'm done. I'm out. Like, You've been there, done that. Yeah. Give me the jet. We're out of here. <laughs> no. And you got to be like, well, wait a minute. Let's pump the brakes. Yeah. yeah. Like, where's the off ramp? I'm going to need you to take that exit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> settle down. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no. And then, and being that like grounding factor of, listen, we don't need to be a rocket ship taking off. Nope. Um, nope. And she'll be that for you because I've been there. I mm-hmm. mean, Adrian's that for me some days. And, and it's, it's the yin, the the yin to the yang, right? You the, the opposites. Yep. So in in just like we talked about, you know, you're the opposite right now to her, with all the stress of this marriage, all the stress of her wanting everything to just be perfect for her day, right? Yep. yep. It's her one day, as they say, to be a princess, mm-hmm. and you know, I. I did everything in my power to ensure that my wife had the day that she will remember forever. Yep. Um, and having and having the and having the, just some surprises up your sleeve always helps. Well, I got those. No yeah, doubt there. buddy. She doesn't know what's coming, dude. I the <laughs> one thing I can I, the one thing I remember is I got my wife a wedding gift for that day. Mm-hmm. I bought her a Pandora bracelet. I went with my mom. Two days before the wedding mm. and decided that, you know what, I'm going to get her something for 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 uh, for our wedding. And I said, you know, I want to get her something that she'll cherish that's going to be just beyond the ring. Mm-hmm. Right. Beyond the, you know, she knows about the ring. Right. They yep. already know. Yep. You know, I had two two up my sleeve. Right. The one was I was in an all white tux. She had no idea. Ooh. You know what? You can, you can, you get to reveal your dress to me. Guess what? You didn't know I was gonna be in this. That's slick. And dude, she was like jaw on the ground. Um, and then twofold was the Pandora bracelet, and I put special charms on it that meant something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a charm um, on there that you know had. Um, the, the, the wedding date, you know, that specific day engraved on it, you know, as a, as a token, I put her, her favorite animal on there, um, which was an elephant always has been an elephant. She thinks they're majestic is her word. Mm. You know, they're, 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 they're one of the largest animals, but she's like, they're just so majestic that they're, they're just something about them is what she says. So. Um, had that on there and then a cross on a little little toggle thing um, just to represent her faith you Love know it. so but yeah no those surprises for her special day is beyond mm-hmm. right she has everything planned but as to how she thinks yeah it doesn't have to go how she thinks oh no it goes how it's supposed to go well, and that's a good thing, you know, Emily and I both, you know, we kind of have that expectation going in of not everything's going to go perfect. Hmm. You know, you're going to have those hiccups and, you know, we're prepared for that. 
Yeah. And, you know, hopefully she's prepared for the things that I have that she don't know about. <laughs> but I will say it's not bad. No. It's all good. And it's all in love, right? Yep. It's all, as as we've talked about in the, the marriage um, this month, is it's, it's all in goodwill. Your mm-hmm. spouse has goodwill. Yep. They're not doing anything to harm you. Yep. Right? They have your best interest at heart. So whatever they're planning, whatever they're going to do, is always for your good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One of the things I did want to know, because I'm sure everybody has given you every piece of advice they could ever think to give. All time. With in aspects of marriage, right? Because you're getting married. So everybody's got, you know... Well, remember this, Hayden. Remember that, Hayden. Remember this, Hayden. Mm-hmm. So what's Hayden think the number one thing that he would take into his now coming up, like you're down to like just over 30 days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, take into this as far as like of everything you've heard. What, Or maybe it's not something you heard. Maybe it's just something that just is your core Mm-hmm. whatever of what you what your piece of advice you'd be giving yourself going in um big question there i know right let um, you let you let you ponder that one <laughs> we bite on that for a bit yeah you could you could chew on it for a minute um you know i would say and you could probably relate to this anybody can probably listen to it is you know god's the number one for sure mm-hmm. but she's the number one here on earth amen And I think putting her first above myself. Yep. Because we can all be selfish. Yep. So much. Yep. And, you know, being the youngest of of four, you know, that's has its perks. It also has its downs. But, you know, also living living by myself for over a year now, you get to know yourself quite well. You get to know where your your blemishes are. Um, Then you, you treat yourself a little bit. So, you know, having that conjoined relationship there full-time, 24-7, 365, you know, that's going to be different. It's going to be hard, but I think having that in the back of your mind to always putting her before yourself, I think, is going to go a long ways. Yeah. 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 I couldn't agree more. I think uh, self-sacrifice in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in that aspect is, is huge. Because sometimes it's it's even doing things that you don't want to, mm-hmm. you know. And we actually, it's funny you say that because that was literally this past week's message and you weren't even at church to hear it, mm. which is pretty cool unless yeah. you listen to it. Which I did, I did not. I so, did not so, yeah, take a gander, take a listen to it. That's literally, <laughs> what, that's literally what was talked about. So it's pretty awesome that that's what you, you've thought about and... Um, yeah, no, having, sacrificing for your partner as far as, you know, because, I mean, we're marrying women and we're guys, right? They're yeah. going to they're gonna enjoy things that we don't exactly, you know, get the fondest, greatest, you know, no. amusement out of, right? I mean, I get down with a little bit of shopping, but I, they will shop me to death yep. and you and me will end up, you know, going somewhere and, you know... <laughs> tea timing it up at some like top golf or something and <laughs> they Absolutely. can finish shopping <laughs> like like give them all the time they need there. yeah yeah you all finish shopping we'll be a top golf <laughs> <laughs> i know what you mean yeah i know what you mean yeah so 
but no, that's it. And, and being one of those people where I found in my relationship with Adrian is sometimes our spouses want to do for us and they self-sacrifice to the point that they forget to take care of themselves mm. and giving them permission to like, listen, it's okay. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. How about you take some time because you need it? Yeah. Like I see you burning out. I see you just ready to throw in the towel and it's only Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, uh, take a minute, take an hour, mm-hmm. you know, take some time, go for a walk, get out in the sun and just take some time for you. Um, but, but being able to give our spouses the permission, right? Because yeah. sometimes they're looking for that. Mm-hmm. They want to do everything or they want to, and you haven't been there yet, but for me, like Adrian will be like, you know, at home and she's ready to, you know, she's, she's been going, going, going all day and she's exhausted, but she knows that we need to eat and she's in the kitchen trying to figure out dinner and we ain't playing nothing. It's 6.30 at night, and we're like, yeah, what are we going to have for dinner? <laughs> like, I go to bed early. I'm, I'm an old man. You yeah. know? Yep. And, uh, and at a certain point, it's like, you know what? Chinese takeout's great. <laughs> so, yeah. so um, but giving her the, listen, we'll just order some takeout. It's fine. Yeah, We'll be okay. Yep. Well, I don't want to eat out. I don't want to eat out. And it's like, yeah, but your body also doesn't want to cook. <laughs> yep. You're you're ready for the couch and mm-hmm. some relaxing time. So Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that just in the times, you know, we've been together on the weekends or something hanging out, you know, here and there. But when you're full, when you're full of time, it's, it's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Well, and you're both managing sometimes each other's lives, right? Because... Mm-hmm. You know, you need something and she's able to get it and it frees you up. And then, you know, snowballing down the road, it's like she does, you know, for me, it's like Adrian does and does and does and does and does. And then it's like, uh, yeah, how about uh, how about how about I take a little bit of this, you know, wait, you know. um, Well, and that actually that, you know, brings up a very good kind of example here is, you know, even the times Emily's over at the house, you know, I'm, I'm the one living there. I'm the one, you know, taking care of it um, while she's gone. And, you know, she's there. We have dinner, you know, some nights and I'm doing the dishes and then I'm doing laundry and stuff. And she's just like, hey, let me take that work. Let me let me take that off your hands, you know, from the little time that she's there. And me is another learning aspect when we get married is right now currently sometimes i'm like no i got it like i just want you to relax since you're here you're not here long you know you're gonna go home and you know get around for the next day and such but i'm just like no i'll I'll do it i'll do it and that kind of upsets her because she wants to wants to help me out and wants to serve me in that way and i'm just like i'm kind of bullheaded there and i'm just like no i got it like i want to i want to serve you yeah so our serving kind of butts heads in itself and it's kind (laughs) of like We've had some arguments there, but we've gotten over that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not and it, like that. Those types of things, it's like, you know, showing each other's love language, so to speak. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, Adrian and I have had conversations about each other's love languages. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her, her love language is more of that service aspect of she wants to be served, right? She wants me to to show affection through service, whether it's, you know, leaving her 
a lovely written card of, you know, I love you or the me just doing the dishes in the kitchen without being asked or, you know, starting a load of laundry without being asked or, you know, because my wife is big on just taking and doing a lot of the housework and I am free to, you know, do a hundred other things because, you know, I Mm -hmm. fill my time with 19 other businesses (laughs) and 14 other ideas and, you know, (laughs) I can run myself in the ground. But you got to stay busy somewhere. Yeah, listen, (laughs) need to stay busy, you know. But um, but that's her love language, whereas mine is is on the on the intimacy side, right? I like I like um, hugs, affection, that type of thing. Yep. So each other's love language has to kind of be communicated so that we understand how each other feels loved, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's nice to have your spouse do something for you, um, but if it's not your love language, it's kind of missed in. Oh, yeah, that was really nice of them. But it's not like that's not the way you feel like personally like, oh, they love me. Yeah. Whereas, you know, some people that is. Mm -hmm. And so just understanding that about each other, I guess, is one of the things that we've learned over the seven years, almost seven years we've been married is knowing what each other's is Mm -hmm. and communicating it like, hey, the way you can show me love is this. And I want to know how to show you love. Yeah. Because if I know how to show you love, then I know where to plug in so that I'm actually actually hitting that button because I don't want to miss that button. Because mm-hmm. over time, not hitting your love language will eventually get to a point where it's like, man, do you not even like me? And it's yeah. like, what do you mean? Yeah, you definitely don't want to go there. Yeah. What do you mean I don't like you? <laughs> I've been married seven years. <laughs> If I don't like you, you'd have got off of the off-ramp. <laughs> see that ring you got there? Yeah. You, you see that <laughs> rock on your finger? <laughs> nope. Don't like you at all. Yeah, yeah that's that's going to be exciting there, right? That that in itself, you know, once we're there all the time. Yeah, just learning. Dude, mm-hmm. it's a constant learning thing. And one of the things I, I think about that got mentioned on Sunday, too, was your spouse changes, right? Mm-hmm. They are going to change. You know, and I'm not saying like change drastically. I'm saying like life experiences come to them and things happen and they're not the same person you marry on day one. But how exciting, right? You're not, you're not, it's not like a monotone life, right? You get to experience it together and it's good experiences and bad, right? Mm -hmm. You know, loss of a parent, God forbid, I've met your, both your parents, lovely people, but Hayden's parent, one of Hayden's parents passes away. How does that change you, right? Mm-hmm. You change because something drastic has taken place. Yep. One of the things that's impacted my wife, Adrian is, you know, law enforcement. She spent years in law enforcement and that career has changed her. I've seen it with my mm-hmm. own two eyes of her changing as a person, um, I always told her when she was in law enforcement that um, later on, when it got really kind of to the end, I told her that she kind of lost the twinkle or the sparkle in her eye that I married, right? That that mm-hmm. glow for life was gone yeah, because that career had sucked it away. And seeing all the bad that she had to see kind of took it away. She's grown past that, right? She's getting it back. She's going through, you know, life with challenges, but... Yep. She's 
overcoming them. Mm-hmm. And um, but those things change people. Oh yeah. You know, and we we and in our lives we face that right. You have you have loss of parents, grandparents, whatever. You know, a major traumatic event. Um, things just happen. You know, things happen to you because of you. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think the one thing that's kind of helped me and Emily and, you know, not really ironic as it is, but, you know, she, her parents are split and mine are together. So just that in itself, you know, and, and it's anybody that goes through that, you see two various, vastly different sides. Well, and dude, like, I, you, you know, um, I have two parents who've been married. 32 years Mm -hmm. and then adrian was raised by our grandparents but to that point like my parents about seven years ago were on the verge of divorce like Mm -hmm. i experienced i remember vividly the day my parents walked up the steps to adrian and i's apartment and brian and walked and they had called and said that they had some news they wanted to share and me being me, I was like, oh, what are you guys going to come over for? You know, my parents don't mm-hmm. just come over to my apartment, dude. Like, they don't just they don't just pop over, you know. <laughs> I schedule you in. Yeah, here. like, let me pencil you in. <laughs> um, and so we, we go through that aspect of them coming over, and I pry and pry and pry. And, and I was like, well, let me just cook you guys dinner. You know, if you're going to come over, let's have dinner. And my mom's like, no, no, no. Well, come to find out, they're telling me that they're getting a divorce mm-hmm. i will tell you oh, when you schedule dinner with your parents and the first thing they do when they come in your house is tell you they're getting a divorce you don't want to have dinner with them <laughs> i can only imagine i that. wanted them to leave <laughs> i wanted them gone that's where your loving component there comes yeah. out i gave them a lot of grace <laughs> a lot <laughs> everything's gonna be all right yeah yeah I had patience. I didn't have much peace. I, I tried to be kind. Got through the fruits of the spirit there, if anybody caught that joke. Um, no, it's just, it, it. it's, and again, even that experience is like, you know, it, it's challenging because, you know, like I said, Adrian being raised by our grandparents, me being raised by my parents, them still together, but having gone through seeing where they went when they you know were on the verge of divorce i never want to be there ever Mm -hmm. don't ever want to experience that and i that doesn't mean to say that adrian and i haven't been in our fair share of challenges and Mm -hmm. you know fair share of disagreements and fair share of you know not so nice you know conversations where you know you're you're very frustrated with the other person because they just they're not seeing what you're seeing or Mm -hmm. they're not comprehending what you're comprehending and they're not where you are and it's it's those that it's like okay but why don't they understand and i adrian and i have gotten really good at at being better at having those arguments Mm -hmm. because when you first get married at least for us, and it's different for everybody, I know. But at least for us, when we first got married, man, arguments were so heated. Hmm. Like, it was so just, just, it was a matter of one-upsmanship. Yeah. 
one up the other person, right? Oh, yeah, we've been there, yep. Yeah, climb the ladder of arguing. Yep. But you, but you, but you, but you. And it's like... It's always that butt factor. Why? <laughs> like, it exhausts me. Yep. <laughs> like, and Adrian and I, it's funny because we're to the point now where it's like, there's no one up, dude, because I don't feel like climbing the ladder. Yeah. I'm old and tired, and I don't want to do it. Yep. That <laughs> yeah. was definitely me and Emily within, like, our first two years, and September 1st will be four and a half years. So, yeah. And now, like, you know, we like I've mentioned throughout this podcast, you know, we've had some arguments, but... Literally, we'll we'll argue, and it's not a heated, it's not a argue or like a yelling, it's just a disagreement, and you know we might be a little little more upset than typical, but then we'll we'll kind of take our own separate ways, we'll get our own breath, take our own breath there, we'll come back, and we just look at each other, we don't even say anything, and we start laughing because we just know that was such a stupid argument, just something over pointless. Yeah, and it's and it's funny because that's kind of like that is exactly where and that's that's maturity in in a relationship already which is which is good Mm -hmm. keep that because you know there's no point and once you realize like wow like at the end of the day like i always look at it this way and i tell adrian this too is like like is the this argument worth everything we're putting into it because what what happens and because i look at it like what happens if you were actually like to keel over dead right now mm-hmm. would that be so worth it Absolutely. and and at the and at the end of the day you get right to it and you're like yeah no it wouldn't it wouldn't even be worth <laughs> it wouldn't even be worth the five breaths i took to get to it yeah you know yep um because it's just not. At the end of the day, you love and care for that person mm-hmm. to the point that you die for them, mm-hmm. take a bullet for them, jump in front of a train for them, yet you're arguing with them over who knows what. Some of the dumbest things. Some of the dumbest things. And it's like, no, I don't care. Like, I don't care. And and we, we've had disagreements about the business. And, and I've told Adrian before, you know, when we start to get a little bit heated about the business, I'm like, I'll just sell it. Like I'm not. It's not worth arguing with you over over business. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'll sell it. I'll yeah. sell the company. We're done today. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to argue about something that's supposed to supposed to be good for us, mm-hmm. right? Provide freedom and continue to grow and and give us the the life that we've aspired to have through putting in the work that we've put in. But that's I'm not right there. But I'm not going to I'm not going to sacrifice my marriage for my business. Yeah. Like my marriage is over my business a hundred thousand percent. Yep. You know. And yep. like you and I talked kind of in the beginning of the podcast is like God, wife, and everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you kind of put that priority structure in place, it's like, yeah, all this junk. Even this little stuff we're arguing about doesn't take precedent over you. Yep. I don't care about it. I care about you. Mm-hmm. I might be arguing because I think this is good for you, and if you don't see it, well, I guess that's on you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and sometimes I I sometimes I've gotten to that point. I'm like, well, if you don't see what I see that it's good for you, I'm sorry, but I love you, and that's why I said that. Mm-hmm. And usually that twist changes the whole dynamic of the argument then it's like 
Okay. I see what you're saying. I see why you're so passionate about it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it can be a very, very sticky road. Yeah. There that sometimes, you know, but but we've persevered and pushed past it. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and that's what you got to do. You know, you can't just sit there and twiddle your thumbs and, you know, woo me. Yeah, and it's and like you said, you can't and to that point, you can't sit there and twiddle your thumbs, and you can't you can't expect your marriage to be okay by doing nothing either. Yeah. Yep. You know, some people some people go through their life never investing anything in their marriage, and it's like you wonder why. Mm-hmm. You know, I you um, I think you were at your other bachelor party, but when I gave my my sermon on Job. Mm-hmm. It was about, and one of the things was about, you know, the trials of Job. And, you know, we talk about people complain because their marriages are no good. And maybe it's God putting so much trial in their marriage. But then you you actually take a deep dive look at their marriage and they spend all of their time invested in staring at a screen or, yep. or playing their video games rather than investing in their spouse and wonder why their marriage is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Well, your marriage sucks because you did nothing. To, to, it's like watering a plant, dude. Oh, yeah. You put no water on it, ain't going to grow. Yep. It's going to burn in the sun. <laughs> it's kind of ironic you mentioned that because, you know, Emily and I were talking about her honeymoon. And I brought it up. She didn't say nothing. And I said, you know what? I said, I kind of had a thought. And then, you know, let me know how you think. And I said, when we start our honeymoon, let's not have any phones. I said, you know. Obviously, keep it for emergency or directions or such, but, like, let's just enjoy the moment, you know, enjoy the start of it. And she's like, you don't even have to say it. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. And the thing is, is that's one, that was one of the things that I really, really enjoyed when, and it wasn't part of our honeymoon, but when we went to Hawaii in September, we spent so little time on our phones. Mm -hmm. And it was such a nice unplug. Yeah. You know, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. Like you'll find that even, even on your trip, it won't even be, it won't even be you doing it. You'll be so invested in what you're doing that this, that's, that won't even matter. Yeah. Won't even matter. And, you know, putting that time in is reaps mm-hmm. so many rewards. Yeah. And that'll be the longest time, obviously, is a honeymoon kind of is the start of it. It'll be the longest time we will have together alone doing that so hopefully you know that may spark something coming back and you know like you said you know make things better so we're not on our phone all the time when we're back here actually living the normal after honeymoon life yeah yeah (laughs) when cupcake phase comes to the end (laughs) no i just i pick but that's that's you know when when real life sets back in then it's like okay now we gotta now we gotta actually live out this married life thing it's weird yep yeah no, but it'll be good. And like um, I, I was talking to M when we went to the Mud Hens game, you know, you guys have a passion for, for going sightseeing and going and seeing things and doing stuff. And, you know, just just always put that put that in your put that in your plans. Right. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that Ada and I, we share a passion for camping and you know, we share a passion for, you know, traveling too. Mm-hmm. you know, we all, we us four went to down there to Mansfield and seeing the reformatory and that type of stuff is what that's what doing life's about right seeing that and it doesn't take a lot of money Mm -mm. people expect travel it takes a ton of money dude it took like little to none yeah 
you know, and you get those memories that are like a lifetime. Oh, yeah. You know, you went and seen the reformatory. You have their memories of, you know, what they, you know, all the history that was talked about. But you get to share that. You get to share that. And nothing beats that. No. Nope. No. And that's why when we had the opportunity to travel to Oahu and get to go as as inexpensive as we did because, you know, um, our friends lived there. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for the world, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to, and, and, and I made a memory with my parents because I get to, got to share Hawaii with them. Yeah. You know, they went with us and I'll have that for forever. Yep. You know, um, so yeah, that stuff is so important for, Mm -hmm. for relationship. Yep. You know. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. It's going to be good. It will be good. It's going to be good. So you got anything else for the podcast? I mean, we've we've kept them on here quite a while. Hey, we're breaking records, right? We might just have to make a part two to this. <laughs> part two. <laughs> we got a part one from the fir- from the first one. We got to do another part two for that. So you know, yeah. we might have a part two to this one. Yeah, we might do the after after married after honeymoon Hayden. I'm down with that. Yeah, where where's Hayden now? Right? <laughs> did, did, is he still married? Oh, he'll still be married. But. <laughs> But no, um, no, good stuff, man. I'm looking forward to it. Hayden gets gets married real, real soon. End of September. It's coming quick, dude. You're like you're you're right at the right at the right at the gate. The horse is about to the gate's <laughs> about to open. Got to run the race now. I'm ready to win. <laughs> I'm ready to win. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, that'll wrap up this week's episode. Um, we'll uh, we'll probably call this. Uh, a successful marriage or whatever we decide to call it right um but uh yeah so until next time live prosperous go after success and do that in all things including your marriage so until next time this is prosperity millennial signing out bye